period. I do what I want, period. Move like a boss, period. Oh, I got the sauce, period. See, the goals to see money, no matter the cost, period. I'm kid for wrapping these else in my ops. Good morning, good afternoon, good day, good evening, good night to everyone except Mr. Jermaine Morrison. You shut up. This is another episode of the Black People Check In podcast. My name is Mandela, aka the President, aka. You know what? I'm in a mood today. AKA Mr. Not One of the Good Blacks. AKA Mr. Fuck Around and Find Out. AKA Somebody's Fine Ass Daddy. AKA Big Bad Daddy Della. And joining me today is Jermaine. AKA Uncle Germs. AKA Love Jones Germs. A.K.A. Mr. He don't know how to invite people to stuff. A.K.A. Mr. Stroke Them Keys. A.K.A. Formerly known as your girlfriend's He's Just Like a Big Brother to Me. Wink, wink. A.K.A. Your girlfriend's favorite podcaster. Well, one of them because I'm the other one. So, whatever. Uh uh-huh. Jermaine Morrison, how are you, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to say I'm okay, but I think I don't know. I'm not too sure after, like, you know, once we get through, the, through this episode. Ask me later. <laughs> so how are you? What's on your mind? What's on your head? Um, Tell I'm... me all the things. Oh no, I'm just I'm just tired trying to get ready for just a few few things over. You have there. any news for us? No, I'm not gonna say what the news is just yet. I mean I would rather be that a surprise, but in some cases some people already know. Actually, you told the internet a few days ago, so not really. Did I? Yeah, you did. You told the entire internet. Nah, Jermaine's man. got a new job, everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. Yes, yes, that one. Yes, um, that actually has been going um pretty well so far. Um, interesting. Um, can you tell people what you do? Like the the eleventh job that you have, you just making. This is actually thirteenth, actually. So number mm. thirteen. Um, I am right now the new uh associate therapist with the incomparable and incomparable and one of our distinguished guests distinguished and i mean world famous miss roxanne yes with miss roxanne francis so uh i'm partnering with her to uh be that male voice um and just basically just be out there just to help people with their mental uh, mental health and whatever uh, anxieties or depressions that they may have. So this is a very exciting opportunity, a uh, new venture, and, um, you know, just looking forward to the journey and the experience. So that's how I'm doing so far. How do you, brother? 
Thank you. Like, oh God. No, that's very nice of you to say. I appreciate uh, it. I'm super proud of you. I'm smiling bigger than you are. <laughs> Which is true. But you know what? I, I appreciate that. I really do. I really do. Um, how have you been, sir? I've been good. Um, I've been working uh-huh. a lot. That's adulting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Been bi- Listen, adulting's a scam, but whatever. It sucks balls, but I'm, whatever. I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I welcome it with gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, been busy. Dad life has been busy, you know. Good. Hanging out with Medata. Yes, yes. Medata. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's been a trip. I, I changed a dirty diaper before we started recording, so it was amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, with the other work job that I do, that's what uh, I tend to do that more times. So, I think you change diapers at your other job. Listen, man, yo, <laughs> people don't know, man. People don't know. People don't listen. know. As I'm just changing diapers, we're talking about like, but you know what? Let me just leave that alone. Still, let me just you know what? I think you should leave that alone. Yeah, <laughs> but if I'm being honest with you, I'm looking forward to today's episode, sir. Listen. The gang what, what what do the, what do the white people say? This is gonna be a doozy. <laughs> sure did <diddly> early. <laughs> it's gonna be a doozy. And we have we we have a guest, but she's not really a guest. The okay. gang is back together. I was gonna say, the gang is all back. So for those who don't know, mm-hmm. for those living under a rock which is about 8 billion people on this planet. Black right. People Check-In started off as an Instagram live. Right. And... Take, take him back, Mandel. Take him back. We had a third host. We did. Mm-hmm. We had a third co-host. A, mm-hmm. a woman, a gal. Mm-hmm. Demand them sugar. Actually, you know what? They like to call her. I was going to say, she she is actually the original distinguishers. She's the original Distinguishers, mm. a.k.a. Demandem Sugar, Aye. a.k.a. Mama Africa, ah. a.k.a. Child of the Ancestors. <laughs> the Ancestors. Yes. <laughs> you have to say it like that, though. That's the only way to say that word. Mm-mm. The Ancestors. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. She yes. is... Mm. Friend, alumni of the show. Mm-hmm. She's currently beefing with germs for undisclosed reasons right now. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, yeah, but, but that's okay. I listen. I take responsibility as a man. I have to take responsibility for that. You do. You you fucked up. Yeah, I did. Even but... Rax disagrees. My dog is barking in the background. First of all, tell your mongrel just to sit down, okay? Okay. <laughs> This you, you know what? You're lucky you're injured, eh? I don't make, <laughs> I do not make fun of the medically impaired. <laughs> so I'm gonna let that ride. I'll just let it ride. You, just, you disrespected a family member of mine. <laughs> Listen, I said what I said. You know, sometimes, sometimes I do that. You know, kind I'll, of an asshole. I'm working on that. That's why I got my. Are you? Listen, that's why I have my therapist. So you know, 
So. Yeah, but Hannibal Lecter was also kind of a therapist. Yeah, but in he, his own right. But he also eats people. Exactly my point. I'm not. So you saying that you're a therapist me, literally means nothing. <laughs> but you're talking about you call me Hannibal Lecter. I'm just like stop. I'm not the white guy that eats people. You know what? But you are the Jamaican that eats. You know, I I won't even go there. Yeah, let's, let's not go there. Let's not go. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the show. Yes. Back. Mm-hmm. But on podcast form. Yes. Yo, Miss Victoria Wagwan. Yes. To the Americans, what's happening? Mm. For the Southerns, <laughs> what it do? What it do? What it do, girl? Mm-mm. How are you? I'm good. Feels good to be you. back. I know our sister. Oh man. With my yardy yardy yardies. Ah, my <laughs> bars. <laughs> well, Miss Victoria. Okay, Blecky. Uh, stop that. <laughs> 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 let, me, let me be let me be nice at least. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Victoria, first uh-huh. of all, great to see you. Great to have you back. Oh, thanks, Germs. Um, gonna ask, how has your headspace been? My headspace has been very good. Question. I can't say that it's amazing because I said if it was amazing, it'd be a lie. Mm. Um, you know, there's ebbs and flows to it. Because that's just part of life. It's all part of the balance. And um, I learned to acknowledge the ebbs and flows and just take what I need from it so that I can honor how I'm feeling. Mm. And whatever that looks like for me in the day or in the moment is what I'm going to do. So it's not really something I can really put into words. I don't really have all the words for it, but I just know that when... um, I'm not in the bestest of headspace. It's okay. And I've learned over the years to honor it, acknowledge it, and create my my care space, meaning like the space that I need to put myself in in order to um, bring myself back up, whether it's calling certain people, texting certain people, doing something for me that makes me feel good, um whatever i have to do to take care of it that's my care space so yeah absolutely i love that thank you thank you (laughs) you know what y'all we're clearly here for a reason we've all been all three of us actually we've been watching the televisions we've been watching the internets most importantly We've been watching the Netflixes, and we've had some thoughts and some things. We've had some some real deep feelings, some strong feelings, mm-hmm. some opinions, which aren't really opinions if they're true. More like facts. More like facts. Facts, not facts, mm-hmm. but facts. <laughs> and we decided... We would gather here today. Mm. We would congregate. Yes. Mm-hmm. To talk about said streaming service, particularly these dating shows on 
Netflix, as mm-hmm. they say. Right? <laughs> On the Netflix. And these dating shows, which, in our collective opinion, mm-hmm. and many others, actually, yep. seem to um, treat the black woman them, the black gal them, in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jermaine. Yes, sir. Talk to me. Mm. <sighs> okay, so let me just preface this by saying anybody that knows. Which show would you like to start with? Well, I was actually going to sh- start with the show w- that I actually ended up watching the most, which anybody that knows me, I barely watch TV because of my 13 jobs, but because of my injury. <laughs> God thought fit that I'd have to suffer through the perfect match. Mm, I haven't, I can't with that one. So, yeah. Um, Most of you who have seen it know the premise, you know. How do you like that show? I just finished it last night. How do I like it? Mm -hmm. So, I honestly thought, like, and maybe that's this is like reality TV show, like every reality TV show I thought was messy. But you're you're engaged with it just because of the fact that it is one of the oh my god you these are like people in real life type of thing you know what I mean like it's 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 amazing where you have some people on TV that just act the plain fool and and I just almost ask myself is this really what the human condition is really all about um, I think one of the things that I found interesting and this is part part of the art discussion is what I personally believe a lot of reality t- TV shows, how they view black women. So I'll just start there. Okay. So with these shows, how do you think that they um, view black women? What have you observed? Spe- I- let's start with perfect match. Okay. So with perfect match, so Perfect Match, you know, is a show where obviously you have eight people in a certain place and it can interchange. Like some people will, like if you make it through certain rounds, um, you know, it's either you're in or you're out, that type of thing, right? It's basically almost like survival couple of the fittest and you're trying to match, find your quote unquote perfect love, if that makes sense. The thing I found somewhat pretty asinine is the, like, when you have, like, beautiful, largely beautiful, smart, intelligent Black women, and they're largely, like, I'm not even going to say ignored, but just just passed over. Like, really passed over. Because it's intimidating. And that's what, and that's the part where I thought to myself, I'm just like. So are they intimidating or are the men intimidated? You know what? With that show, I don't even know if it's. It's hard to say if it's intimidation. If intimidation is the word, I just feel that it seems like, um, black women are not viewed as like really beautiful, like the ideal woman. We're not the same. Yet, right? And give any yet, examples from the show. Okay, so I'll give you an example. Um. So let's look at, you know, Crying Homeboy. Um, <laughs> Dom. 
Dom, yes. <laughs> no, I I appreciate that he's being straight up. So, not like he was being, being disrespectful, but one the... second. Yeah, go ahead. So to pre so to uh to preface what Jermaine is talking about, preface whatever I don't know. Yeah. Fuck English. Preface. Nicola nice. Preface. Preface. Um the ancestors told me to say it however the fuck I want. Okay. But anyways. Um so how perfect match works, as Jermaine said, there are eight to ten different singles. They're in a house. They have women that they match with. Mm-hmm. Each night there is a mixer in the house. And say, Victoria, you are in this mixer. And you say, hey, Jermaine, y'all get to talking. And you say, hey, Jermaine, would you like to be my match? Jermaine's like, of course, my African queen. And then y'all go upstairs for the night. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. Then so Dom, who is from, so all these con- these contestants on the show are from other reality shows. So mm-hmm. Dom is from The Mole, you have some from The Circle, you have some from Love is Blind, and we'll get yep. to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Selling Tampa, that's where the black, some of the black girls are from. Yep. And I can't remember what other shows, but there are some more. Mm-hmm. Continue, sir. Yeah, like one of the things that, like, as you were talking about, it's, when I look at that show, I think for the guys that are there, they're just implicitly just disregarding black women as a whole right so tell me about dom so dom um listen dom first of all Damaidia, and and just like and listen i'm all about like emotional intelligence and well not him but i'm about like you know men vulnerability and all that type of stuff but this guy is certainly like manipulated like as a black man like he's easily being manipulated and the thing about it is with him clearly he's not into black girls right and he somewhat kind of implied that you know why do you say that well he so he had an opportunity actually to go out with somebody who is a nice looking dark skinned black woman looks beautiful I forgot her name. That's the that's the thing. Was it Colony or Ansel? I think it was An. I think it was Ansel. I think so. I think so. And Sophie. Sophie, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I would say it's Sophie. So watching it, clear, clearly, clearly, you can see he was just not interested. Now he can say that, oh, I'm I'm sticking to Georgia and all that type of stuff because that's who he was with before he got screwed. And it's funny, he got screwed by French, uh, another girl, uh white girl, Francesca. A Toronto white, yeah. Well, he, I thought he was from Toronto. That's the thing. Wasn't Dom from Toronto? I know Francesca's from Toronto. Well, which actually, actually, you know, that makes a whole lot of sense, the way those two were acting anyway. Wait, there's two people from Toronto on this one? I only know Francesca to be from Toronto. Because I honestly oh. thought Dom was from Toronto, but... I mean, either or, either or, there was something in Toronto about between both of them. That, that is for sure. Okay. That is for sure. Okay. But he got he, he got screwed over by by uh, Francesca, and then to say, okay, well, I'm gonna stick with you know 
Georgia. And Georgia's a nice girl, but like like Dom was not about trying to look at like a black woman at all. And there was there was nothing wrong with I felt there was nothing wrong with Sophia. I think she's smart. She was, and Sophie. Is it Anne? Not, it's Anne Sophie. Anne oh, Sophie, Anne Sophie. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, from, you know from the, the sunset. Sorry, you know what? Selling I Tampa. Yeah, yeah, selling Tampa, whatever. That part, like, well, I mean, honestly, I didn't see her long enough to really make that connection. That's how poor it was, you know what I mean? Mm. But, like, when I was watching the date, like, clearly there was no, like, at least from him. There's I think no- she was with Chase, too. Well, who's Chase again? The other light skin. Oh, yeah. Listen, Chase oh, was they got a light skin zaddy on there. Yeah, but Chase was. Uh, man, there's whatever. I mean, that's, his that's, name that's, is Chase. That's yeah. whatever. That's a, yeah, and Chase Chase was was not that guy. <laughs> I'll just say that Chase was not that guy. Is Chase but, more King Street or Ossington? Definitely. Okay. So definitely. for those that don't know, Jermaine, <laughs> we have American listeners. Let's not be rude. Hmm. No, let, let's not be rude. Please explain. Oh, about like King, King Street uh, and Austin. Yes. <laughs> not everyone knows. Not everybody knows. <laughs> they might know if they've been here for Carabana. Uh, that's what I'm saying. They might, they might know the King no, Street. They, 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 the, they might know the Cabana. There's, <laughs> there's Cabana, King Street, Ossington. Cabana is by the water. Right. <laughs> King and Street it, is okay. For, so for those that don't know, yeah, explain it. King Street West is in the heart of downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yes, I enunciated the T on that one. Um, for the Americans, of course, mm-hmm. it's in the heart of downtown Toronto. It is known for its bougie clubs, bougie restaurants, and mainly black men with white girls on a rug. On a regular basis. And normally these establishments on King Street do not like too many black people <clears throat> um, as customers or patrons. Right. So we have the King Street, the King Street man then, the King mm-hmm. Street black men, the King Street niggas, mm-hmm. as we like to call them. Right. Um, they usually frequent this area of Toronto and you will usually not see a black woman within miles of themselves. Right, but you also will see them with the Chads and the Jeps and the Scots and the Bryans. Yes. Who all have the, the Chesters. And the ch- well, okay, maybe a Chester, I don't know. But it's all that facade of getting that white card so to speak so that yep. they can get into these places say. and be accepted because some of these places they will if the, if they feel the black guys aren't up to par mm-hmm. in their attire they will they will dismiss you and ask you to leave but then the chads and the brines and the 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 chesters and them these yeah. are the ones that <laughs> listen to trap music mm-hmm. wish they could go to a trap house but don't really understand what a trap house is mm-hmm. but just feel that listening to it enough while bumping and driving around in their Mercedes or whatever is enough to make them down. But enough to still let the black people know that at the end of the day, you're still black. So if you don't get in, I'm still getting in with or without you. Exactly. 
if I have that so as, as an example, Bartice is hmm. a King, King Street, Street all the way. Yep. King all Street Bartice. Yep. All the way. And, you know, she's, sometimes, she's I think Bar awesome. sometimes I think Bartrice. Bartrice or Bartrice? Bartrice. But you say he could be like a Bartrice still, you know, I'm not your friend. <laughs> no, you know what? Listen to me. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Bartrice. Let me tell you something, Bar Bartrice, for y'all that don't know. He is not allowed to say nigga. No, he's not allowed. No, no he no. can't. No. no, he can't. I think I think he thinks I think he thinks he's Drake. I think he thinks he has some kind of Drake-esque swag. I feel that's more like Chase. Chase has more of like a King Street, like I know Drake type of vibe. <laughs> no, you know what? Chase would be a bodyguard at a King Street nightclub. There you go. And Drake would would pass him to enter the club. Then he then Chase would say, "I bodyguarded Drake." Drake. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 True. True, true, true. That's, that's that's what Chase would be. That's mm. fact. Okay. But that's Victoria, please continue. We interrupted you. No, that's On fine. Your... It's fine. That I was just I was just just merely just breaking it down and explaining um why some of these types of black guys will find themselves there. And then end up more times with the white women. You will see black girls there, but it's always a select type of black girl that they'll employ as the bottle service girls or the hostess. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, but more times than none, yeah, it's um, Chad and Beckyville all the way. You know, I'll say. So, what do you think, Victoria, is the problem with Netflix and with your observation in these shows? I think the problem with Netflix. Netflix has really been trying over the, the last few years to diversify themselves. That's why now we're seeing an influx of like the Nigerian shows in mm. their, their, their roster of offerings and more, more international or uh, foreign shows, whatever that category is that they like, or world global, whatever it is. They're mm. really trying to diversify in that, in that regard. But I don't think they're paying attention to how the casting is being done in some of these reality shows like these dating ones, Love is Blind, and what's this one that we're talking about now? I forgot because I, uh, I perfect, perfect match. match. Perfect match, yeah. I don't think they're 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 paying much attention to how we as black women are being casted. I right. feel like we're being selected as a source of entertainment, as a source of fill in for this for the the quota that they have to to fill so that they can reach a different kind of demographic. But at okay. the end of the day, we know that you don't want us to see the pairing of the black, black and the white. Yeah. But it, but if there is a pairing of a black and white, it's 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 more specific. Mm -hmm. Like in Love is Blind, I know we're not on Love is Blind right now, but I need to bring this up because I because I know oh, no, it kind of bothered me. Bring it with, up. Um what did I call him? The Nigerian Keebler. What was his name? <laughs> Nigerian SK? Yeah. SK, yes. SK. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Isn't he Ghanaian? Or is no, he Nigerian? Nigerian. Yo, he's hold Nigerian. on. Did I, but you said the Nigerian Keebler. I'm finished. That's just what that's what kept entering my head when I would see him. The Nigerian but Keebler. He was, but he was with a he was with a black girl though. He was with a black girl, but a light, very light yes. skinned black girl. 
who grew up in white in white culture, as she said herself. Right, because she was adopted or something like that. What was her name? Raven. Raven. Right. Hello, color. So, was funny. No, she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. She is beautiful. Mm. But sometimes when I see that kind of particular pairing, it still sort of puts the black man in a particular type of position. And the way that they were having her position over time was she started off as the girl that looked like she could have been a bitch, who looked like I can get any man in the room, so don't even try and come for me because I'll come for you first even before you blink and I enter through the door. Like they had her position like that. We didn't know what we were going to expect from her and her behavior and her attitude. She was talking, she was talking to Bartice at first, actually. Right. But then as we got to know her, we also started to see that there is a soft and demure side to her, that she really is a human being. She has feelings. She's very conscious. She has her, her insecurities and her flaws and what have you, but she really ultimately wanted to find love. When her and SK got together, you saw how she sort of softened up and we saw mm -hmm. more of the feminine side of her versus the, that hardened side that we saw. In the beginning, it looked like she was heartless when Bartiz was opening up his heart to her and she was exercising. <laughs> And then he was crying in his testimonial, wrong girl, with the tears rolling down his face. Uh -huh. But then with SK, we started to see the difference in her. You saw that, yes, she has the ability to be wifey material. But I also felt like they were still positioning her to be the prize. She looked like a yeah. trophy to me for him. Yeah. And as his confidence was growing um, within, within himself and being on the show, it felt like he knew he had the trophy. He knew he had the trophy, but he still ended up fucking around anyways. So now when we're seeing her in her most vulnerable state after being denied at the altar, but then them still working things out behind the scenes to, to redating, rekindling, rebuilding, to him proposing to only just fuck it up and cheat on her. With a white it's girl. Like, exactly, my point. It's like, what is that then? And what I, is that then? And that would have to be embarrassing. That would just have to be embarrassing and all that, right? Bruh. But so what do you think, Victoria? I'm going to ask you this specifically because we see the same issue in our dance community in the city, especially with the Black men passing over the Black women to dance. And the Black women, of course, are always the best dancers, but the Black men don't want to dance with the best dancers. They want to dance with white women. But anyways, what do you say? Because I'm sure if we were to get one of the cast members on this podcast, they'd be like, well, it's just my preference. It's just who I love. Love is love. My parents, my my white parents, well, on my white side, because you know most of them are happy. They taught me to love everybody. What do you say to that, Victoria? What is it? If you were taught to love everybody, mm. then a preference is intentional. Being taught to love everybody is pure openness. So you're either open or you're being intentional. When I'm being intentional about something, I'm purposefully selecting what it is that I want and that I need. That's my intention. Yep. If I'm open-hearted and open-minded because that's the way that I was raised, then there's no pushback and there's no resistance to whatever comes my way. It's, it really will boil down to it, to if you are the right fit for my world, my environment, my senses, my emotions, my spirit, everything else. Because I've already been open. 
But if it doesn't match in that regard, then it just doesn't match. But when I'm intentional, it's I'm focused. I have that set path. This is what it is that I need to do because that's my intention. There's steps to it to get there. So don't tell you have a preference that's intentional. Mm -hmm. If you were raised to be open, just be open then. And whatever comes your way, comes your way. Mm. I think so. What you're saying is, sorry, Jeremy. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Is usually these preferences, quote unquote, preferences, air quotes, are just not the black, yellow, the woman. In what regards? In dancing or the show or in, in general? In the show. In the show, sometimes I think yes, because with these reality TV shows, what we don't know and see, unless we've worked in television, is certain shit has already been destined or predetermined. Right. And you're just going through the motions for the sake of TV and ratings. But at the end of it all, you've already recorded the ending or you've already chosen who your person is, but now we just need to watch you go through the motions. So sometimes, yes, somebody could come in knowing I already have my preference. I don't want, I don't want to be with a black person or I don't want to be with someone outside my race, but for the sake of being on this show for the clout of the money, whatever, I'll go through those motions. I'll go through the dating because that's part of my contract. But at the end of the day, when you see me almost getting to the altar with somebody and then all of a sudden it's like, no, it's not a go. It's just, no, it's not going to work and blah, blah, blah. It's because you already have thing going on with so-and-so. You're just doing this for the cameras. So sometimes these are things that we don't know and we don't realize, which is unfortunate. There's that side of things. And then there's the other side of things where, yeah, someone just really, that they just have their preference and they're not swaying from it. They'll do whatever they have to do for the lights and the cameras and that check and the clout and the Instagram likes and the followers and to be booked and blessed afterwards. But they know deep down, I'm, I'm not, I would never do this. I would never do this. So when we're set up in these positions to be contestants or to be a part of this cast or whatever, we sometimes have to ask ourselves too, are you going to be mentally and emotionally prepared to be thrusted into something or in an environment where you're going to see how other groups of people actually see us and feel about us? Yep. Because we're still the exotic ones. We're still uh, the type that, oh, I've never had this before because body shape and everything compared to most of these white women that are casted for these shows. The, the typical um, standard type that are always casted for these shows. And Can notice how something? too... Huh? Sorry, go ahead. No, I just want to say quickly, notice how too sometimes with these shows now lately, yes, we're still going to have the light-skinned girls, but now all of a sudden I'm seeing that they're when they're picking the darker-skinned women, it's, they're usually very curvaceous. Or there's something about them that is voluptuous, so to speak. Whether it's nice, a nice round face and full lips, or from head to toe, they're curvaceous and shapely. And shapely. I've noticed that a lot as the difference between the light skin and the dark skin that they cast. Mm, I will say something. A lot of these, the white girls that they cast, are beyond basic. Like beyond, most of them are ugly. That BBS and syndrome. These black men are like falling, fighting over them. Fighting, like, yes. 
that's like, that. no go ahead because i was gonna say to your point but go ahead finish up finish up they look like chicken back and that's exactly what i saw with with perfect match because i'm saying mm-hmm. to myself like and people can talk about preference all they want but you mean to tell me that you mean to tell me that like some of y'all are are going to fight over cardboard when you oh actually God, he's inside cardboard yeah I, I, I'm, cardboard. I'm with it. Cardboard. <laughs> oh, oh god <laughs> like I'm, I'm being real with it because when i was watching it i was just like okay god like like i'm watching women yeah they're they're skinny but i'm just like there's not a whole lot of shape and then the black women that they or even even um there was this one girl and she wasn't black um she was kind of like more like a- asian but she had shape right and savannah yeah it was savannah thank you you know i'm watching these women who she's have, pretty she is pretty but this is where i'm like saying to myself and particularly like when it came to people like dom or um artis or chase like how are you guys like bartries 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 king street bartries <laughs> maybe i should just say king street <laughs> just, just straight so king street you know dominated <laughs> so i think of dom dom's dominated he's been dominated um but all those guys are like fighting like head over heels for for cardboard and i'm like saying what's wrong with these guys dom is more young in eglinton you know, you know, I'm not even saying young in Eglinton. Honestly, I'm I'm thinking Dom is maybe Vaughn. Because was... in Vaughn, so Vaughn is a little bit north of the city for our listeners who don't know. Mm-hmm. And Vaughn is where a lot of Italians live. Um, a lot of organized crime out there. There's a lot of um what I'm calling Guidos. But now you know we're in 2023, enough of them just love the black shit up there. Yeah. If I can, be, can I be honest with you? It's Dom I, is from. I don't. Think, man. I don't. I don't Woodbridge, think. Woodbridge, maybe. I, no. Woodbridge. No, 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 no. He would be more either Hamilton or Oshawa. Newmarket. Would don't be. say Hamilton. I said what I said. Kitchener. No, no, not even Kitchener. He would. Either be, he would either be Saint Hamilton Jacobs. or Oshawa. Saint Jacob. You know what? Colbert. I could see Hamilton. Colbert. Bruce County. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just say those, you know say Windsor actually Windsor Windsor Bruce County for, London for those who don't know Hamilton is Cambridge on the west is on the west end what about Guelph not Guelph <laughs> no 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 Saint Patrick's yes <laughs> no, let me, no 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 for real he he Niagara actually, on the lake. Niagara on the lake no 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 it might as well be Niagara Niagara on the lake no he's not even worth that Niagara they Falls. wouldn't let him in Niagara on the lake. No, no. But Niagara Falls, I get because I live there, I guarantee you. Niagara Orangeville. Falls. I'm no, 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 no. Georgetown. No. Well, Sarnia. A- Ajax. No, 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 no. Whitby. I said Whitby. What about Whitby? I know, but Whitby. No, 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 no. Whitby's Not even low. Oshawa? No, that's why I said Oshawa. Oshawa Kingston. or Hamilton. Huh? Kingston. Victoria, you know you're going to have to explain all these cities to the people there because they have no idea. Uh, Google it, man. I don't have the time. <laughs> it's true. Yo, on, but on the real though, let's just be real. Like, if they want to know, there's there's always Google. 
okay. Sure. They need they need to figure it. It's like it's like them asking you know black people. Oh, can you teach? No, you can Google it. Okay, <laughs> we don't have to tell you anything. Uh, I love it. Fair enough. But you know what? Speaking about. Mm-hmm. As we like to call the chocolate-covered chads. chads. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, listen to our previous episodes, please. We should talk about Victoria's future ex-husband. Who? Who? We need to talk about Kwame. Victoria's. See, she even said it herself. A Hold fellow on. Ghanaian. <laughs> also Saturday born like me. Hey. <laughs> Hello, <sighs> Let me hear this. I need to hear this. I don't even know what to say. Mandela, that text that you sent me, I didn't quite understand it. About Kwame. Oh, that he lets white women use the hard ER in bed and gets off of it? The hard, gets yeah, I didn't get it. What do you mean by the that? Hard ER, you know, like not nigga, but hard ER. Er. Oh. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I I'm a little bit. Uh, I just. You see, this is a th- again. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel. You look stressed out. <laughs> I feel like immediately when I started watching what is it season four, and I mm-hmm. saw him, I knew that they would have him casted and only show us certain kinds of women to be paired with him. Mm-hmm. I saw that I saw that immediately. Like he looks like he probably told them, I have a type, okay? And in order for me to be successful in this journey of mine, you know, to get to the altar and you know ultimately find my wife, I need to have a particular type. He looks like that. Mm-hmm. But then giving feeding that sob story about how um because of his name and everything he always feels like he has to work extra hard to prove himself and da 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 and this and this and that when he first introduced his name in his culture i thought okay man represent yes be uh stand tall and firm in who you are and your name and your spirit name for sure and what that all means and entails and and make the people know make sure they pronounce it properly make sure they understand who you are where you come from and what that all means and the power behind it and don't settle for it don't settle for less, rather. He said he wanted to call himself Alex. Right. So then, because you thought that that would be easier in order for you to fit in. You want to be called Alex. Why? That, that sounds Alex, like a lot of And then you want to be, you want, and then I see only particular types of women that are talking to him who are all just kind of like the same. You have one who would unseasoned like their food. Would have to who would be exercising how much she's an ally every single fucking day. And then you have the other... You have one who will be exercising the fact that she's an ally every single fucking day (laughs) and make sure people know that. Because, you know, it's just not right. Because black lives do really matter. And then you have the other one who (laughs) really doesn't give a fuck. Victoria does have a friend like that, too, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Who really doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck at all. And you would just be her little puppet and her accessory because she knows at the end of the day, I have more power than you because I'm white. And I'm a white, yep. I'm a white blonde girl. That's yep. how the other one came across. The one that he's gunning for comes across. And if he could see her mean girl tactics inside the house, that's what you want to associate yourself with? 
Bahami, Bahami black men uh, have done that to themselves like that. Exactly, my point. That's what I'm saying. He probably instructed them on saying, this is my type. Mm. <laughs> I, I need to have this. Otherwise, I'm not going to do this. He probably said something like that. And if he didn't, you're showing us that he probably would do something like that. I just don't know what it is that you're looking for. You're so gung-ho on people respecting your culture and everything, but I'm not even seeing a variety of people that you're talking to. And again, editing. So we don't know what all they went through. One thing I like about this show is the way that they edit and speed through things. We're getting to the point very quickly, but I want to see if he actually did speak to other genres of people, meaning culture-wise, ethnicity-wise. Someone tells me no. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Like He came in knowing the type that he wants. Yeah. I mean, he he's, came in he's, knowing that. He's that dude in the sunken place. Okay. Yeah, he is that he dude in, that. in in the sunken place and feels that so long as she's blonde, yep, I've made it. I got the prize. Just like that meme that's floating around of um, who was it? Is it Bill Gates's daughter or somebody? Some billionaire, some white billionaire's daughter and her black boyfriend. And the caption on the meme is like, he knows what he's doing because look at the grin on his face. He knows he got the bag already. Mm-hmm. Have you did I did I share that one of those memes with you guys before? Let me see if I can find it. Find it, yeah, sh- show it. Although, okay, this might be controversial, but and what I was I what, sorry, was I making sense what I was saying? Yeah, one hundred percent. You always do. Yeah, straight up. Making sure. But I almost kind of wonder to myself for for guys who, because for the longest while, like a lot of black guys look at like say dating a white woman or anything like that as sort of like a status thing and sort of like it's almost as if some black guys who you know would date black women they would view themselves sort of as the prize when the reality there's a growing number of white women that are like express like expressing that you know like black guys are not really what they perceive them to be if that makes sense you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Like there's a growing sentiment where it's like the the whole mystery of the black guy is is starting to wear it off, and they pretty much are going back to viewing a lot of these black guys as pretty much like a nigger, basically. You know, I don't see, I don't know if like a lot of black guys really understand and notice how like they're actually finally, not say finally, but they're truly being viewed. Mm-hmm but they would spit on their own people you know to to i don't know for sass or to prove a point i don't know but i feel like kwami was picked on in elementary school by a black girl and he hasn't let that go yep see a therapist yeah well jermaine he can see me (laughs) like that that's that's the vibe that that kwami gives Mm -hmm. like a black girl didn't invite him to her birthday party when they were like 10 uh-huh. and she snubbed him mm-hmm. and he's just been like no <laughs> and that's- yeah. so what do you think what do you guys think is how do you think Netflix should should move with these dating shows and how black women are treated how should they cast like Victoria, you've worked in television. What do what would you do if you were a Netflix executive with the power to make these decisions? 
the thing the problem is you have to get out of the mindset of that's not what people want to see and it's not going to sell so we're not going to get ratings you need to either there's nothing wrong with having a diversified cast because that's we need to see the real world in that regard so that we're we're, we're hitting everybody so to speak mm -hmm. if you want to do something that's specifically focusing on black women then i don't even think we need to be on netflix we don't need to be on netflix it's something that maybe we need to create for ourselves and put it out there i don't think we need to rely on netflix because netflix is not going to give the nope. real in terms of what we need to see even though they're trying to diversify there's they still have their parameters that they're going to operate under that will still ensure that they're getting ratings and let's face it they don't want to see us being dated they don't want to see us um mixing with other people it's okay if it's a black man with another race but when it's black women with men of another race our men don't want to see that and the others don't want to see that the hoteps get offended right but, but it's usually that new, the hoteps there's that new show that i sent you queens of love or whatever i sent it to you mandela and i think i forgot to send it to you um uh Jermaine. or i mentioned it to you where it's tamar braxton um tamar braxton who else sorry nivia and um who's the third person anyways uh, uh evelyn lazada lazado lazada whatever her, I yeah, can't yeah, pronounce yeah, her last yeah. name. yes and so it's basically because you know we've seen their trials and tribulations with dating especially evelyn and being on basketball wives mm -hmm. um this is basically a dating show where they are going through a series of men black white brown whatever Mm -hmm. and ultimately looking to find love and when they choose who they want to be with and if that man feels like that's the right vibe for them then the man proposes but right. we're seeing the journey of women of color going through what dating is like for them and sharing and expressing the trials the tr the, the triumphs the tribulations and what it really is like to be a black woman in the dating world but right. that is something that is being shown on black networks right See, okay. I'll, I'll, cool. I'll say this, um, where Netflix concerned, this is also the same company that, you know, has in the past grossly underfunded even some of their own black actors, um, especially black women, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's actually uh, been known, um, this is quite a number of accusations where depending on the show, uh, black women are not being compensated pretty well. And so you can't really expect Netflix to, I just have a hard time personally seeing Netflix actually thinking about to support um, even an idea where black people and especially black women are viewed a little bit highly than, you know, where, where they should be. That being said, I think when it comes to reality shows, um, a lot of it has to do with who the producer is. A lot of it has mm -hmm. to do with writing, right? Because again, you know, the writers will set up the scenario, right? And obviously the people who are in it just kind of follow suit. Mm -hmm. So if you set up um, 
not just the casting, but just some, the scenario where it's a little bit of an equal plane, then yes, there would at least be some improvement. But to Victoria's point, sometimes with these dating shows, especially like for women of color, black women, black women of color, it, it almost becomes a microcosm of really what a lot of these women are having to deal with in real life. Mm-hmm. Right. And it sucks because, you know, for, for me, that the way I see it, you know, black, black people, and I think uh, it's safe to say black, uh, black women, and depending on the shade of their skin tone, you know, will depend mm-hmm. on how much they get crapped on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the part where, you know, it's not even like I wish people should would see it. It's it's out there. It's known. It just sucks that it just keeps on being repeated and re- reinforced in places right. in in these situations. No, well said, exactly. And so, bang bang. How do we, <clears throat> even when talking about the experience and experiences, sometimes, and I I know even for myself when I've shared experiences or the things that I have to think about Mm. in advance and then make sure that, okay, I'm presenting myself a certain way that I'm speaking a certain way that if they say something that offends me, that I don't react a certain way, because Mm. there's always that expectation that they are this preconceived notion that they already have of black women Mm -hmm. and are, quote unquote attitude or our behavior or what they think they know mm-hmm. about black women. So now I'm finding myself having to navigate through all of that, even before even having a conversation with you or even having a date with you. I'm already in the maze and <laughs> trying to navigate through all of these things that have been pumped to you, but yet you've never really had a full one-on-one experience with a black woman. I had one man tell me one time, oh, one of my friends told me I should try dating a black woman, black woman because they're good. So I just decided that I would start swiping on black women. They're like, what good. Do you, what, what do you mean by good? Because as a woman, when I hear a man say good, I'm only thinking one thing. What is that? You're only seeing us as a sexual opportunity. Okay. I thought that's what you meant. Right. So so now in my head, after you said that, and then I see the way you're now looking at me after you said that, now this feels like it's supposed to be some sort of exchange. Like as if to say that, like like, am I prostituting myself for you? Like, is that how you're seeing us? Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Right. And then never mind the fact that sometimes, too, going on dates with men outside of my culture or my race, when I meet up, I'm dressed up nicely, presentable. But you literally look like you're about to run to Walmart because you need to get back home and tend to the barbecue. So let me just... Slip, slip on some shoes 
and run out quickly because I'm not planning on seeing anybody. That's how you, and oh, let me just stop over here and have this date real quick and go back to the barbecue. That's what you look like. And then when you say something like that to me, because now we're on a dinner date, I surmise that as you think that this is some sort of transaction where you put low effort because your intention is only one thing because your friend put in your head that black women are quote unquote good. That's messed up. So, or the idea of, well, I always thought that black women were just like prostitutes. Now what, and what are, what are white women? What are Asian women? What are brown was, women? Cause all types of women do that. Literally all types. Uh, you know what? This is why, well, one of the many reasons why I get so frustrated in our dance community in the city. Because it's literally the same thing. Mm -hmm. I went to a social a few months ago. And it was just all the black men dancing with the white girls. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know. They claim preference. Yeah, they're going with that intention. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't have the energy for it. Sorry. (laughs) I'm annoyed. Neither do I. But I think if we don't, like, I think it just goes back to, it goes back to slavery and the way Mm -hmm. Black women were positioned. Mm-hmm. And that has just carried on in society and how we are seen. And then when you, when you also consider the, the, the separation between inside and outside, and then the particular dark skinned ones that were inside were the wet nurses. Yep. So then there's always this thing around dark skinned women that we're always supposed to be the caretakers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Or we're always supposed to just be that, uh, that bench or that crutch. Or that, that, that something that you just lean on for support. Mm-hmm. We're not seen as the ones that you're, you're going to take home to mom and dad or wife up or anything like that. So well, it's funny it... because a lot, of, a lot of them, a lot of cultures, I'll tell you a quick story. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend in college, Indian guy, and he told me to my face, he said that if he ever brought home a black girl, but he specifically mentioned a dark-skinned black girl, his family would disown him and he could not go back in his house. There it is. I've heard that you too. Know, and you know some Indians are darker than like some African black people. Right. <laughs> there it is. Or imagine in growing up, with some of my close white female friends where their parents are saying, we don't want you dating a black man. And then when they ask, oh, but how come, how can you tell me not to date a black man, but you are okay with Vicky coming over and being in the house? That's different. Cause she's a girl. Mm. 
Mm. But how is it different? Well, it's you know what? Yeah. How is it different? And when I was told that, I was like, mm, "Sorry, no, I can't say. I can't sit here and say pick me then. Mm. I can't be no, a Tikisha in that regard. No. Pick me, Sha. Lied. <laughs> no. You said a pick me, Sha. No. No. <laughs> So but I'm you know what? They think you're one of the good. You chose me. You're one of the good blacks. So you, I'm supposed to be grateful because you chose me. But yet, if we're sitting in the house, we can't watch the Cosby Show. Mm. We can't listen to the the hip hop or R&B which you enjoy because Cosby Show. Your dad doesn't like it because he doesn't want to see a, bro- a prosperous black family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hip hop, R&B, anything like that. You don't like it because it's it's just black people. You just don't like it. Or what's perceived to represent. Right. Oh, but they love it, though. They love it. They just don't love us. <laughs> well, it, like with anything, it comes It comes down to fashion. It comes down to music. It comes down to language. Literally language. Well, language is part of the culture, right? Mm-hmm. And which a lot of these big corporations make lots of money off of. Mm-hmm. But yet they'll still have... Uh, rules, what is considered to be professional dress, hairstyle, the way they speak in meetings, but they'll cert- they'll they'll cherry pick certain what they perceive to be parts of blackness to capitalize from, right? Mm-hmm. What music they allow play in the office? You know, it was funny actually. A few years ago, I work in public relations. And I was at this small agency and I was playing some music and um, a white publicist, she was like, oh, can you turn it down? It's a little too urban. <laughs> I was listening to some trap music, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dear God. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She then proceeds to play a Beyonce song, which is on a trap beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's different. Oh, because she's one of the good ones, and she's light skinned. Well, I mean, well, comfortable I'm with Beyonce. Too, they're comfortable with Beyonce. Well, yeah, because people are going to select, you know, certain black people, you know, just to say that okay, I'll be comfortable with you, but I'm still not comfortable with all y'all. Right, and that goes back to these shows. We're going to select a certain ones so that the audience that we're trying to also pull in will feel comfortable, but we're mm. not choosing you. Mm. You're not going to be chosen. Right. And it's funny because a lot of these black guys who love off these white women, the white women won't necessarily choose them. Nope. Right? They won't choose them. Or they'll choose them for a bit and then move on to who their actual preference is. Right. Right? So, you know what? Chocolate-covered chads are gross. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all are the raisins in the potato salad. <laughs> Legit. Figuratively, and I would almost say literally. Y'all literally are the raisins in the potato salad. Without mm-hmm. the salt. Without the paprika. Without the Not even paprika. <laughs> Did you know that paprika is really just... I know, it's for coloring. Yes. I know. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's pepper. It's red, yeah. red bell pepper. Yeah, we know. Hey, oh, hey, I know. Hey. 
Jermaine didn't know. He just, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't know Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> I was using paprika for, for, for my meat, so great. Jermaine had no clue, Victoria. Okay. <laughs> and why are you he gave the like Jamaican that? uncle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ask me out like that, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Coming oh from a culinary background, I did notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uncle yeah. Germs. Mm-hmm. I think if we're going to do these shows, with the potential of knowing that we're not going to be picked, use it as a platform to actually show these people what it's really like for us. Well, Colony was passed over by... It was Dom, actually. <laughs> and it's so funny because he was he tried to set her up with Bartise. Bartrice. Imperfect. But sorry, Bar Trees, King Street Bar Trees. No, no, see, that's when you know you're Jamaican because it's always going to be Bartiste. Right. So I'm not going to say the chop. We're going to say Bartiste. So Dom was like, you know, strong black woman, beautiful black queen, whatever. And mm-hmm. then he learned the that on girl. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok Shinari. Your TikTok. <laughs> TikTokosaurus. <laughs> the black the, the, for for the white boys that need to know the, the black lingo so they can be down with a black woman. Sit down. I mean, you know what? what you know what? Let me shut my mouth. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, um I can't hang around with certain people anymore. Like the older I get, I just can't do it. Like, oh, I think it was last year. I was at dinner with some friends and my friend works in a restaurant or used to work in one up here. He moved. Mm. And one of the people at his work came to sit with us and we were all talking. Mm. This man fully said, now, the restaurant that we were in, I'm not surprised. (laughs) Because of the type of restaurant we were in. So the black, the, the type of black men that were there that sat with us, I'm definitely not surprised. But the man literally said, he's a black man, dark-skinned black man, give me all the black women. I mean, the white women. Give me all the white women. Yeah. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm allergic to mayo. He's like, give me all the mayonnaise. He, word for word. Yeah. And, I'm and, so disgusted. No, and those are the type of guys that I just like, yo, like you you, you be suspended yourself. from the You hate yourself, and I'm just like, yo, don't even just don't invite yourself to the cookout. Just don't come. Don't come. Cookout. You can't even he can't even sit at the door and get a plate. Because no one's serving him. Oh. My dog Rastus will bite. <laughs> Your dog will get served first before he even gets a he gets a plate, you know? Yeah, but you know what, Jermaine? We should not judge Victoria on her wanting to marry Kwame from Love is Blind. Hmm. We should not judge her. (laughs) Because you know what? She deserves love. She deserves a strong black man like Kwame. (laughs) Who? (laughs) You. Where? You, madam. 
No, I think so I'm too, I, I think I'm too black for 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 Kwame. I'm too black for him. <laughs> you might be actually. He'd probably say you're preaching hate. That's what? what that's unfortunately what a lot of black guys nowadays are trying to to What he say? I said he would probably say you're preaching hate. Oh, okay, thank you. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll give that's... you the recipe then if you want it. <laughs> I mean those those type of black men, like those are the people that are like holy sunken place Batman, you know? That that type of thing. Holy sunken place Batman. Batman. Yeah, I said mm. what I said. Mm. But like Victoria said, she's not gonna call it Netflix. She's gonna call it Be- Netflix. Netflix. That's actually Netflix. Maybe that should be the title of the this episode, Netflix. The, In part. the Netflix, the Netflix Becky epidemic. <laughs> Just Netflix. No, you gotta explain it though. You, no, you explain have it in the podcast. You explain it, Netflix. Be- Becky Be- plus Netflix. That's it equals and that's it because all you have to do is write that in, that's all you have all you have to do is write that in the description man becky plus netflix equals netflix that's you know it. what i think we need victoria just to write our... check it in the chat check it in the chat i'm gonna write it right now oh lord do you have any caucasty chronicles for this week's episode Jermaine? One, but give me one second. Lord, we're on the clock here. Victoria, do you have a Caucasity Chronicles you would like to bring up for this this week's episode? Check the chat. Um, I think for me, and let's relate it back to the dating and how black women are perceived. Like, let me tell you something that's just like a day-to-day thing. And I'm sure other black women have experienced this too. Something as simple as crossing the street or standing at a bus stop Mm -hmm. and being made to feel like you are a prostitute. Yeah. Really? That's a thing? The if you're crossing the street and a man is slow and you, you know how sometimes you're like jaywalking or whatever, and a car is coming and then you're walking in a particular way so that the, you can the car can bypass you because mm-hmm. you're jaywalking, like kind of like on an angle, but the car sees you, slows down, and is look and you're looking at them to make sure that they see you because that's what you're supposed to do right as a pedestrian. You make eye contact with the drivers. So they, they know the, the move you're making. Mm-hmm. But somewhere in your mind, you think that that's an invite of some sort or some subliminal. So now you're slowing down, you're creeping past, and you, you, you see the window starting to roll down as if you want to ask something. And then when I give you a look like, this is not <laughs> what you think it is, then you just roll up and and speed off. Or you're standing at the bus stop, knapsack, books in hands. This happened to me too when I was in college. Reading my textbook, and then someone just slows down and is sitting there looking at me and honking and looking at me and honking. Yeah. As if to imply 
One time that happened to me with my grocery bags. And I was asked how much. Really? Yes. I swear to God. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. But yet the other ones around there dress however they're dressed. No one's saying anything. No one's saying anything. No one's looking at them sideways. Nothing. Yeah. Mm. It's no differently than if we dress in a certain way or we could dress the same way as them, but we're getting the looks like that's so inappropriate or we're getting the looks like, oh my God, the things I could do to you. Yeah. And it's, but it's acceptable for them. Even in this, this, this 2023 is still acceptable for them. So the weight, the weight that we carry mentally in going outside, where some people say, oh, it's not always about your looks and that, that, that. Sorry, unfortunately, in my world, it is. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that I have to be conscious of when I'm going out, if I'm going out on my own, if I'm not driving and I'm taking transit, how I'm being, how I'm dressing. Yep. How I step into the Uber. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because if I look, if I go and if I step into the Uber exactly in the outfit that I'm planning to wear wherever it is that I'm going, the questions that I'm asked, do you live here? Where are you going? What kind of party is that? Oh, I like that outfit. Do you always dress like that when you go out? Mm -hmm. Oh, what time is it done? Do you have a boyfriend? All these kind of questions. Is that your business? But then if I'm all covered up and if I'm all covered up, it's just like, oh, hey, how's your day? Nice weather out. Simple conversation. Yeah. 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 Madness. Double standard there. <laughs> Madness. Yep. It's crazy. You huh? know what? And it's not believed. It's not believed. Or having to ask if you're dating outside of your race. Are you prepared for what you will receive if you date a black woman? No, but they're not. Are you pre- are you prepared for that? More more often than not, they're not. <laughs> they're are you not. prepared? Have you ever dated a black woman before? What was your experience like? Why do you want to date a black woman? Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you want to date me, or do you want to date a black woman? Are you fetishizing? I say that one more time. Do you want to date me, or do you want to date a black woman? Which sounds like fetishization. You want right. you want to know who doesn't want to date black women? Kwame and Chase. Well, Alex and Bartree. Sorry, Alex <laughs> Bartree. You know what? He actually, and Dom. He actually, dominated. Dominated. <laughs> those do not want to date black women. No, and those you know Bartis matched with Izzy on um on yeah, perfect but, match. But that was man. I even think. That's not even like, oh, I like you. It's like, like he doesn't even know what he wants. So no, Bartis is a Bartis is a claffy clown. Bartis, no, 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 Bartis. Okay, we are, we are <laughs> call, call him Bartis. You know, <laughs> you know what? But even the name Bartis, it sounds, it sounds like French colonial to me. Yeah, actually, you know what? Let me just leave it out alone. Yep, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't leave it alone. We're on black people checking. Hold on, boss. It's just you know what. 
Because I'm trying, I'm also trying to protect your dog, Vandela. So let me just shut my mouth. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And say certain things now, because when I'm big, big job now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pins of the show do not represent. <laughs> yeah, man, you need to put that disclaimer out there before you start recording. I know, you true. Start chatting. <laughs> Three, the four, opinions, five, six, seven, eight, eleven times within. <laughs> the opinions of the Black People Check-In podcast yeah. do not reflect mm-hmm. those of white people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Go well, ahead. Definitely sure, not. But we sure hope that that it affects Bartrice. Bart. <laughs> you know what? Dom will cry if he hears us. If he hears us um speak. Well, like I said, he can he can come see me. You know, I'm but kid. black men do cry. We are not mocking the crying. No, no, we no. Are mocking. I I agree. I agree. We're mocking crying over white women, but that's neither here nor there. That's what I'm saying. He can come see me. You know, come see me. Yeah, help him. You know what though, Jermaine? Like I was thinking about it just now. Like if 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 Kwame Alex hurts Victoria, it's gonna be a problem. Oh, listen. He's he's gonna get run up. I'm it's, too black like, for him. Kwame, if you're listening, you can't hurt our sister Mama Africa. You cannot do it. We are, Please treat her well. She loves you. Before we started recording, she was going on about how much she loves you, Kwame. Alex from Love Is Blind. Mm, no, thank you. <laughs> I haven't even finished that season, so I'm I'm sure I'm gonna get angry once I once I finish. Right. Well, the other the other episodes have not yet been released. Only the first five. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay, okay. And then on Friday, the day after tomorrow. Well, by the time this comes out, they should all be released. But then the next three will be released, and then every week after that. Mm-hmm. Bar trees. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's think, all I have to say about bar trees. Yeah. King Street bar trees? Very much so King Street. Or Woodbridge. Jermaine. Mm-hmm. Any last words from, from you, sir? Listen, enough respect to every black woman out there. The ones, <laughs> the ones that are actually looking for love in an authentic way. You know? In a hopeless place? You know. In a hopeless place. <laughs> If you're in Toronto, it's definitely hopeless. It, it's it's a hole. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, you know what? There there are points where it's like you know you find something, but that's that's work. That's work. So, you know, it is what it is. But other than that, Victoria, we appreciate you coming back, man. We appreciate you. Love it to be here. Love it. She should she should come back. Be more back off. anytime. I mean, she should come back more often. I mean, like, I'm we, here for I it. Mean... We definitely need to do another relationship one because I have one that I would love to talk about. Yes. You know what? Yes. We, we don't, I don't know what it is, but we're going to talk about it. We're, we're going to. We will. Yeah, I think we should. I, I sanctioned that suggestion. So. Do you know what she's talking about? Because I don't. No, no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying in general, if we're going to talk about it, you know what? Let's do it. You know what? Let's. For real. Anyways, Jermaine, 
where can the beautiful black women of the city find you online to follow you on your socials should they choose to get their heart broken as they see a picture with with my girl well yes sure they can find, they can see me and more likely my girl on uh germs which is j-e-r-m-s 394 both on instagram and on Twitter, even though I don't like Elon Musk and I'm not really on there that all that much, but whatever. Um, You've only posted your girl twice, by the way. Oh, well, I know, <laughs> but but I think twice means they see it, and that's all they need. That's all they mm. need. The algorithm's <laughs> gonna push that down, but whatever, you know. That's okay. You know what? They'll they'll find out somehow if they don't see it on the picture. They'll hear it from my mom. But also on TikTok, Mister Car Talk. That's where you can also find me. The TikTok scenario. Uh, the TikTok scenario. So you'll see me in my car talking a lot about mental health. And yes, the TikTok scenario. <laughs> uh, Vic, Miss Victoria. Yes, Mr. Germs. If people want to find you, can they find you? And where should they find you? I guess you can find me if you want to find a bitch. But she is I T S A M A V E on the gram baby mm. Mm. Oh, wow okay i'm a v <laughs> <laughs> okay she got she got the cadence and the bars to match yo yes, man that, that, that was actually smooth i was like yo that almost like like went over my head that was smooth that was actually thank smooth. you thank well, you you know right what that's what the dome. I, right that's what it's not kwami to her in the first place oh gosh Kwame not. Kwame yeah. not. Okay, actually, so maybe just so that you're protected. Actually, not you, but where should people find us? You know what? People can find us mm -hmm. in the summertime on the patio having a drink. Which will happen. People can find us on the podcast, on Spotify, people can find us. Mm -hmm. Maybe fetting in the summertime at a soca fet or boat during ride. Caravana weekend. How about boat ride? People can find, or on a boat ride where Jermaine takes plenty waistline. But <laughs> I might not that's neither that here nor there. <laughs> I might not that much, so. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but if Jermaine... If Jermaine is referring to, where can people find us online on the social medias? Uncle Waistline. People can find us at <laughs> Uncle Waistline. Black People Check In. B L A C K P P L Check In. Uncle Waistline. <laughs> Uncle Waistline. <laughs> AKA Uncle Daga Daga. <laughs> no, 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 any case, Uncle but... Daga Daga. What are you, you calling Victoria? Uncle Waistline? Victoria Uncle looking like she's chopping up 
she chopping up some illicit substances in her in her basement. I'm making a salad. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what you call it. <laughs> illicit. I'm good. <laughs> For, anyway. She's even licking her finger like they do in the mob movies. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna end this, ladies and gentlemen. On, on behalf of myself, Mandela, and Victoria, we AKA you Uncle Waistline. Hey, you know what? Good night, everybody. <laughs> we love you all. Oh, wait, 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 that's Share it. Her. Share her. <laughs> Share our content, okay? I don't care what you do. You're sharing Share the content. You know what? To add on to Jermaine's point, we 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 appreciate all the likes, the the follows, the yep. listens, the press plays. Mm-hmm. But please share our content like Jermaine shares his waistline on a boat ride. Right. And let me share my Kardashian salad shake before we go. Okay, you know what? Good night, everybody. Yeah, it's a salad. Yeah. Stay black. Okay, stay black. Just, oh my just... god, it's a salad, guys. Yeah. Period, period, period. End of discussion. Yeah. Live on one getting turned, yo. Move like a bus cause I earn more. Negative bottles just swerve those. Uh, work hard to make money in myriads. Me losing, you must be delirious. Period. Uh, period. I do what I want. Period. Move like a boss. Period. Oh, I got the sauce. Period. See, the goals to see money, no matter the cause. Period. I'm kid for these else in my ops. Period.